Welcome to Educators with Oil. With Oil. Um, I'm your host, Ronette Branham, and I have a special guest host, my cousin Re uh, Regina Lewis, who is a personal finance manager, and I'll let her tell you a little bit about herself. Excellent. Hey, Cuz. Hi, Good to how see are you? you? Thank you so much for inviting me to join you today. I'm so excited about your podcast and everything that you're doing is excellent. Excellent. So hello, everyone. Yes, I'm Regina Lewis. I'm the CEO of Brightway Financial Planning and Lifestyle Guidance, LLC. And I'm also an adjunct professor at Hampton University where I teach personal finance and business finance. So I'm real excited that Ronette invited me today to speak about personal finances to her very um, personal specific audience. And we're excited about that. Yeah. Um, all teachers, right? Ronette is all teachers. Yes, mostly teachers. I have I have other viewers too who are who are enjoying the program as well, but it's it's aimed towards teachers, yes. Okay, excellent. So yeah, this platform, well, my platform is, I like to um, introduce individuals to personal financial planning, provide some little tidbits to help them improve or to kind of expound or expand on their um, financial portfolio. And so I do seminars, I do workshops. And so I'm just excited about what God has instilled in me and has given me the opportunity to be able to provide um, the information that I've learned through the years to um, your audience and um, other audience, audience of the like. So I've been doing this for, I've been actually in the financial arena for about 40 years now. So I'm I'm about 40 years. 40? I've been working in finance for 40 years. Yeah, well, I, thought I heard you wrong. Okay. No, 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 no. I've been working for the federal government in finance for 40 years. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, and I've been teaching personal finance for about 13 years at Hampton University. And I also, um, I'm just like um, yourself, I have a master's degree in um, financial um, management. Well, it's in... Um, What's my master's in? Here, here you go. I have a master's in public administration with a concentration in financial management. Oh, okay. So yeah, all my life I've been doing finance. So I'm real excited about that opportunity. So thank you for having me this, this evening. Thank you for coming. I, I I sat in on a couple of your seminars. I sat in one in, in the entirety and then the other one last week, I just got the end of it. But just talking to you about this episode right here, I remember things that you taught before and then that I forgot about. So just even talking to you for a few minutes helped me just to get my perspective right about saving even just a little bit right. uh, each time I get paid. So I some things I forgot and then I remember why don't I keep why don't I keep doing that? So I'm excited about what you're gonna talk about today. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah, you mentioned my workshop. I did a workshop this past Saturday. And actually, I actually, uh, which I'm going to do this evening as well, I actually started a budget or created a budget from A to Z. And I talked to my audience about it. And it was very well received. I received some great compliments excellent questions and people were motivated and I was so excited uh -huh. because that's what I like to do motivate people to generate them and use that um, verb action to do something so that was excellent I'm glad about that so I'm, I'm thinking I'll probably do more of those because when, when you say budget people get you know they back up a little bit you know that's the word they don't want to talk about because yeah. they don't want to talk about finances yeah but it is something that we're <clears throat> 
about should and can address. And I found I'm a I'm a budget budgeteer. Uh-huh. I budget my personal. I do it every year, and I have been religiously doing it, and it has helped me tremendously. So I'm I'm excited about being able to help people. So that's what I plan to do when I retire is continue oh, okay. to do seminars and just help one on one consultations and help people get you know their personal finances in order because you know God wants us to be a good steward right. over our finances. You know right. He doesn't want us to be struggling. That's not what he wants from his people. Right. Yeah. So I I, I think I, I'm already motivated because I keep a budget, but I'm thinking I, I used to keep it like a strict budget, but I kind of fell off a little bit. So this is is has been just inspiration right here to me to go back to the drawing board and sit down and write out a budget. Just by you even speaking about it, 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 it brings it to the forefront. Because we could act if we don't remember. And then uh, we have issues with our money. You know, we can have some issues. But just because you're here right now, it's going to put it back to the forefront for me. Right. And I found that people, um, they they think they have it up here. So, the, yeah. and, But when you put it on paper and you can see, and you then you, because I think you should know where your money goes. And yeah. that way, when you're educated and you're more knowledgeable about where your money goes, then you're more conscientious and become more disciplined and you okay. can achieve those personal financial goals. And it, it's, um, I like to tell people, it, you don't have to be a millionaire no. to be able to create, you know, put yourself in a great financial position. You don't have to be. Whatever no. money you make, whatever your salary is, then you can, you know, you'll know. And then you'll know the things that you need to do to improve or maybe, and then you'll be like, hey, I'm doing pretty good. You know, you find out eventually, you know, eventually that you are doing pretty good for yourself. Yes. Right. Especially you can keep track of it better. You can track. If you don't have a, a, a written out budget, then you're spending money and then before you know it, it's gone. You're like, I didn't pay this or I didn't pay this or what happened to my money? You know, exactly. Exactly. And then I have what I'm going to share with your audience today is a, a monthly budget because I, I know uh, my daughter's a teacher and in speaking with you, I know teachers, mo- most teachers get paid on uh, once a month. In most cases, but I know when you and I were talking that you do get paid um, bi-monthly. So which mm-hmm. sometimes when you're only getting paid once a month, it, it's a oh. struggle because once you get that money, pay your bills. And if you're not disciplined enough to allocate your resources, then you'll find yourself short until you're waiting for your next pay payday or paycheck. So I'm going to try to give some little tidbits today to kind of help you know, bridge that gap and just help people, you know, do a little better with their finances. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm real excited. I am too. I, I, I'm trying to find, it says share screen. How do I let you share your screen? Do you need it yet or no? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, you can actually go ahead and set it up. Okay. So when you go, um, okay, I did something myself. So when you hit, uh, it says um, share by others or something, I believe. Do you see it? it? When share you hit, screen. Oh, okay. Multiple. Ah, there it is. Okay. Yeah. And then that will allow me to share my um, right when I get ready. So you just let me know when when you're ready and we'll just jump right in. I'm ready for you right now. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So one thing that I wanted to kind of talk about is I have, and you probably might not be able to see it, but I have a consumable workbook that as an introduction to financial planning and budgeting. And because um, your pet, 
your podcast is educate education with all. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Educators. Educators with all. With all. Yeah. And so that's pretty timely because in my uh, workbook, if if it's okay with you, I'd like to just, you know, highlight some of the items in here when it says, yeah, and it says in Proverbs 3 and 9, we must honor the Lord with all our, all our wealth. And we do this because we believe and trust God. If we do this, so shall our homes be overflowing and filled with plenty. Scripture says God will supply all our needs. Mm -hmm. And I'm an advocate for that. I believe in that. And then it says um, he has entrusted to us certain monetary blessings because of our faith. It does not matter how large or small. According to Proverbs 16, 10, and 11, exercising faith and commitment allows God to bestow greatness upon us. And that's why I was saying God wants us to be great. And he wants us to have the things that, that we should have. And finally, another little, um, what I like out of here, it says Proverbs 6, 6 through 11 talks about the ant who works to store up food. We must put away and plan for financial difficulty because mm -hmm. there is a great chance it will occur. And if it does, then by utilizing the budget, it will assist us through those situations that we might have. So I just got some tidbits in this workbook and I thought it was real appropriate for your podcast today. What is it called? I can't see it. It's, okay, it's a Brightway Consumable Workbook okay. that I kind of developed. Oh, actually it's a uh, workbook that has a calendar in it, but I can share more, um, you know, it's on my website so I can share more with it. But I thought it was very appropriate as we go into, you know, talking about the budget today because again, God wants us to have plenty. Right. So, so if I can share now, let's see, because I'm not, um, okay, there you go. So I'm going to share, and you can let me know when the budget, if you can see the spreadsheet. Can you see, can it? see it? Yes. Oh, excellent, excellent. So this is a um, a monthly budget that I utilize, and I, I wanted to share with your audience when we're talking about our budget. So I'm going to talk real quick. And then uh, about how what how it works and how it's how you can utilize it for your monthly budget. So I know as we talked about, you know, most teachers, in my opinion, Renette, you know, teachers are not paid enough. I'm just gonna right. put it out there right. uh, for, for the amount for what you have to do. I'm here for our children, which are our future. So you guys do a lot. So you know, my hats off to you, a hand clap to you guys. But I wanted to, I, I hope this will be helpful to those who get paid on, on a monthly basis. So okay. what I like to tell my um, audience is that when you start to do your budget, what you should do is you should write down, before you even begin the spreadsheet that I'm displaying on the screen, uh -huh. you should uh, write down all of your uh, income resources, whether you have um getting paid as a teacher, or if you're doing anything on this, you know, on the side to generate additional income. And also I want, before, before you put everything in the spreadsheet, I want you to write down every, all of your expenses, everything that you spend your money on. I want you to be able to, I want you to jot that down because we're going to utilize that to create your budget. So on this budget here, I'm just going to show some items. Okay. So in the monthly income section, and I did this for um, August, you see the monthly income is, uh, is already pre-populated in the uh, calculations and everything. They're in this on this spreadsheet. So it's really easy. I wanted to make it easy because a lot of people don't want anything that's going to be too diff difficult. 
Right. Now, there's a lot of apps out there that you can pay money for, but this is just a regular Excel spreadsheet. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then, like I said, the calculations are already here and I'll show you. So if, if you, if this, in this case, I got 3000, so you can change that to 2000 mm -hmm. okay. and you see it automatically adjusts the oh, monthly that's... income over here for you. So right. how easy is that? Real easy. So again, you would list all of your um, monthly income here and it will automatically calculate it over there. Everything. I think you could put in it. And the good thing about this, Ronette, is that like say you one month you might have a certain income and the next month like say if you get a bonus at work or even if you get your um um when we get our income tax return and things like that you can adjust it each month so this is a very active spreadsheet that you can utilize for your for your own benefit and we'll talk about how often I think that you should go in and look at your budget. So we're back over in August. And so I've already created, there's a spreadsheet for September and October. Now me, what I like to do is I'll go ahead and create my monthly budget from January to December. And why do I do that? Because mainly if you've been at it for a while, you already know your income and you already know what expenses you're going to have. So mm -hmm. you can go ahead and do it and just adjust it as you go. Okay. Um, and when you put income, is that the net? It's not gross, right? This is your net. This is your net. Exactly. Okay. That's a good question. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because I was uh, thinking like, it's not going to work. <laughs> right, right. It's going to be your net income. That's okay. exactly right. So you want, that's what you uh, come what you get in your paycheck and goes into your bank account. And so if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see that I've listed um, monthly expenses and I'm just gonna run through them um, a, a little bit so to discuss because I wanna just let you know the things that you should include because your budget should be all inclusive, okay? Uh -huh. So you've got your, um, your rent or your mortgage, you're gonna put that there. And if it changes again, uh, expenses, if you go in and if we're going to put a thousand dollars here. See how it adjusts your expenses up there and okay. it adjusts your balance. So everything is all, it all, um, is all, all inclusive. Now, um, gas, I mean, electricity, elect, electric, excuse me, utilities, you would uh, identify those and input those in the spreadsheet, whatever you have to pay monthly for your electricity. Okay. Gas, and this is gas. Like some people have, um, I know in my case, I have a, um, a Dominion Power. I have a uh, elect electric bill and a gas bill, so you okay. would include that in your budget. Your cell phone, your groceries for the month. Now these are your monthly expenses. Whatever your car payment is, and you're going to do your auto expenses. Now, I, like I said, the budget is all inclusive. So whatever you might have for your expenses that, and you you just allocate it. You just allocate that because that helps you to know what you what your expenses are and it covers everything so you won't find yourself in a um a shortage situation. Now yeah. I call this bulletproofing your budget because this okay. that way when you include everything with that, whatever comes your way, you've already accounted for it. Okay. Does that right. kind of make sense? Yeah. So okay. you make you put miscellaneous on here or, or uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna go down, it. you're gonna see it's all inclusive. Okay, so you got your car payment, auto expenses, student loans. Thank you, Biden, for um for us that have student loans for uh -huh. giving us a little break and a little reprieve and credit cards. You got your credit card payment there, okay. auto insurance, 
personal. I even have. I even uh, think you should allocate a little bit of money for personal care because uh -huh. you've already taken care of anything that might come up. Entertainment, if you want to go to the movies or treat yourself, I think you should allocate funds for that. And like you were asking, see your miscellaneous. That's just to if just just what you allow, just in case something comes up. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, we talked about um, uh, how God provides for us. I even yeah. I even say you should put your tides down as an expense. Yeah, that way you know that it's allocated, it's taken. Uh, care of and then that's also helping you to be good stewards over what God has blessed you with which right not, right so I, right. I put that in there as my expense and some people have a water bill so you can do that and I just wanted to show you if you want to add something here you can add it if you want to take something away so if you want to delete water you do that and if you delete the expense for that remember see how it changes you're up there right. everything all of the calculations are contained in the spreadsheet so I think it's a very um, useful tool, helpful tool, and it just help you, it helps you um, to cover everything and kind of simplify the, the budgeting process for you. Yeah, Renette, yeah. do you have any questions be um, before I continue? This spreadsheet is um, part of your book? This spreadsheet is not part of my book. It's in addition to the book, but that's a good question. In the book, I do have um, on the calendar, I have a little place mark where you can track it, track all of your expenses and your income, and you can do it manually. But no, this spreadsheet I have, and, and this, um, I can make it available to whoever would like to utilize it at no cost. I don't charge with this. I don't charge people to um, for utilizing the spreadsheet. Now, if you want me to consult with you and look at your finances and make some recommendations to you, that we might, you know, might be a small fee involved, but trust me, I don't break the bank. I'm here to help. I'm here yeah. to help, not to take all your money. Now we're going to scroll back up and I'm going to show you. So here, this spreadsheet tells you, because it's, you know, it's enlightening, right? Mm -hmm. It tells you this percentage of your income that you spent. That means how much of your income are you spending on your expenses? And in this case, it's 57%. All right. What I like also about this spreadsheet, okay, so what I was, what I tell people when I talk about budget, I'm trying not to get too excited. You know, I get so excited about these financing. So, so when you have your, um, your balance here and this balance is, uh, we call it, I call it disposable income. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to write that here, disposable income. And so people say, well, what's disposable income? Because people don't like those financial terms. Disposable income is nothing but your, exp in your expenses subtracted from your income, and that's the available money you have after you pay all your bills. That's okay. all disposable <laughs> income is, okay? Yeah. So I, then I like, and even on this spreadsheet, okay, so we talked about um, teachers getting paid monthly or anyone can utilize this if you know when they get paid so mm -hmm. how can how is this going to help individuals that get paid monthly okay so what i suggest you do because listen if you remember we've we over here we've taken care of everything we have yeah. everything you thought of it's been allocated so this is truly truly money excess money you have available out of your um paycheck mm -hmm. so I don't, you know, sometimes when you get paid once a month and you pay everything, then if you're not disciplined enough, you, 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 you know, you'll buy things, buy things, buy things. Before you know it, that $2,000, you know, this is just for right. um, 
us an example or, or to depict that, but you know, you would put your actual, you know, it'd be, you would make your spreadsheet personal for you. Right. So I like to say, you know, you can go here to this and it, listen, if you don't know Excel, call me, reach out to me and I'll help you through. I can't now, or Google, okay. Google can become your best friend. Cause you know, Google, yeah. Google yeah, it teaches you everything, but I'm going to show you one quick um, thing that I like to um talk to my uh, clients or customers about. So you do an at sum here and that's G12 and you do the um, backslash, that's the divide and you divide that by four. And if you divide that by four, then that means that four weeks for four weeks, if you're disciplined enough, you should only allow yourself $533 a week. Yeah. Right. So, so you, you know, discipline, you know, that's all you have for a week. And then that stretches it out for, um, the, for the month for you, but we've already allocated all of your expenses over here. So that's we're not going to take and spend $500 a month. A week. No. A week. Exactly. Thank you. What we're going to do is what I try, I tell my clients is utilize these funds to create your savings account and your emergency fund. Now, when we're looking at your emergency fund, when they, I know you guys have probably heard, and I'm saying guys, but um, each of you may have heard about um, emergency fund is three to six months that you should save. Now that's three to six months of your expenses. And why? Oh. Because if something catastrophic happens, you have sufficient funds to either last you three months or six months. Now, what I what I like to tell people when you're just starting, if you don't have an emergency fund, then you should uh, your goal should be three months of your uh, monthly expenses. So, if we look at this is two thousand eight sixty six is are your expenses, and you multiply that times three. So, your goal is to save eight thousand five hundred ninety eight dollars in your emergency expenses. Now, don't say, whoa, Regina, that's a lot of money. It is, but when you do it in increments and when you get there, you'll be sigh, you'll have such a sigh of relief. Right. More comfortable because you have that money saved. And it is an achievable goal. Trust me, I know because I'm what I'm sharing with each with your um your guest or your audience, uh, Renette, is something that I've done myself. Okay. So when you have your emergency fund, and also I think you should have a savings account. So we'll take this $500 because you don't need to spend $500. You, I suggest, <laughs> right, I suggest you take um, about maybe split it in half, $250, $250 to your um, savings and $250 to your emergency fund. Now, it's not like you still don't have that money. You do, but we're putting it in a savings account. And I, I tell people, for your savings account, you should probably have about $1,000 in your savings account. And mm -hmm. that's because if you have a flat tire, your washing yeah. machine goes out or something, you already have money set aside. Now, listen, remember, I keep referring back to over here what we've already done. We've already made allowances for everything that you need to pay. So this is just really, um, you know, truly extra money that you right. have. So you put $250 in your savings and $250 in your emergency. And when you get to thousand dollars in your savings account then you're going to put more money in your emergency fund so you can get to your three months of saving how do you like that what do you think I like about it. It? You, you, you're talking on my alley i'm ready i'm ready 
I had done that. And then, you know, I keep, like I said, you start forgetting and then you start making a little bit more money, start spending a little bit more money. So then you're like, oh, um, but I'm back on track now just watching this, looking at Right. And so, no, you don't want to spend your extra money. You want to put it in the savings because <laughs> we, we want to build, build that nest egg. And so then I wanted to go back over here to um, talk a little bit about the expenses real quick. So, um, oh, and one thing before we get, before I get too far down the road, I like to think, I like to take, um, I don't, are you familiar with bill pay or do you um, utilize the bill pay in your, um, Checking account? No, only only for some things, not for a lot, not for everything. Right, but some of those uh, reoccurring bills that you know you're gonna pay, I like to use the bill pay because when you put it in the bill pay and set it up, now bill pay is not all always automatic. Some things you can set up automatic because some people don't like to have someone just take their money without them yeah. having control over it. And I'm one of those people as well. Yeah. What I do is I do bill pay and I do want to give a shout out to credit unions. I think I'm an advocate for utilizing the credit unions versus mm -hmm. a regular commercial bank because of the fees. I'm not an advocate for us having to utilize. I mean, I don't like to give away money. I, <laughs> about that. I no, don't like no. to give away money. But then you can set some of these things like your car payment, your cell phone bill, your utilities and all that. Set it up on bill pay. So when you set it up on bill pay, I should say. So when you go, when you get paid, all you have to do is go to the bank and say, pay check, say check, check, check. And those things are automatically paid. And what yeah, does that do? Right. And what does that do for your credit? It oh. makes you disciplined enough that you're paying your bills on time. Because one of the things when you talk about credit score, and I know that's a whole nother um, session that maybe you'll have me back to talk about how do I improve? Absolutely. But I know I do. I, I was working. I've been working on that. Yes. Oh, cool. So yeah, we can talk about that. And I can probably give some tidbits on things you can do to help do that. But this is one thing when you set your bills up on bill pay, and everything's paid on time that affects your um, credit score. Now, one thing I'm, I am going to throw out, if you're with Experian, and you put your um, utilities, cell phones, and those things on Experian, and list those accounts, and you have them on bill pay, and you're paying them on time, girl, you will see an increase. I'm no joke, I do it. This is I'm telling you things I do. 40 to 60 um, point increase in your credit score. Did you know that, Renette? No. Yeah, and through Experian, and I forget what they call it, they have a term for it, but if you go in and just, you, they'll let you go in and, and um, add those to your credit report, and then you're going to put them on, uh, put these on auto, not auto, but put them on bill pay, pay um, it on time, it helps your credit score, it helps your credit score go up. And I'll, we'll talk more about that. Uh -huh. Now, when you're doing your credit cards, and so things like um, well, student loans depend on how much you owe, but credit card, car payments, and thing and uh, things of that nature, when you pay those off, because you got you're on this budget, and you'll see you you can even take. I suggest if you want to pay after you get to your thousand um, dollars in savings, mm -hmm. and you get your uh, emergency fund. You can take part of this disposable income here mm -hmm. and put it on those credit cards and get those credit cards paid off faster as well, too. Pay oh, okay. yeah. and, and, you know, and that helps. But we can talk about all of that. I know I'm throwing a lot of information out 
at your audience today, but I'm hoping that what I've what I'm telling individuals about this budget is very, very helpful to them. So I like to de delete that off and delete that. Um, any additional questions with that about the budget? No, I, what I'm thinking is this is helpful because if people don't utilize a budget or just that um, you don't utilize a budget and you just pay off your bills, um, you know, like I, this is what I used to do. I used to get paid and pay mm -hmm. all my bills. Then I didn't have money left because I didn't budget. So right. just, I got paid twice a month. But as soon as I got paid the first time, I'm paying everything and I don't have money for the next time. But if I use a budget, I'll know. Like I do now, I pay some things at the beginning of the month, some things that's in the middle of the month. So it right. works. But and it, it, it works. It helps you to be more disciplined and know where your money goes. And, and it's also what I like to call accountability. So you're, you're held accountable for what you're doing, your spending habits, your saving habits and everything. And I, I'm telling you, millionaires budget, successful people budget. And now after this session, we're going to say teachers budget. How about that? Right. Right. And so one other thing before we um, get away from the budget, I also have a weekly budget spreadsheet. So if you get paid okay. weekly or by or by monthly, you can yeah. utilize this spreadsheet. And all you have to do is put in what you make for um, your income here, your expenses. And also, this is nothing you see, nothing but an Excel spreadsheet. And I've already yeah. set it up from January to December. So okay. all of the months are here and all you have to do is drop the amounts in here. Like, like if your rent is like a, I was showing on the other screen, $1,100, yeah. it automatically does the calculations for you. So okay. I have everything set up sure. whether you're getting paid uh, weekly, bi-weekly or monthly. So, but so, but again, if you're not an Excel guru, no worries. You got Google out there and then you got me that you can call me or ask me any questions that you might need to know about um, budgeting and doing a budget spreadsheet. Oh, so, you're welcome. I think that just about covers everything for a budgeting in real quick session. That's what it was. Right. I'm stop sharing, okay? And so I, I hope know. that was helpful. It was. And so I'm going to add your uh, contact information if that's okay, you're oh, absolutely. Yeah. to the end of this video. Okay. And anybody who's interested, they'll have it. It's going to be like my credit screen. So okay. your information will be there. And your contact, my contact information will be at the end. And I, oh, I appreciate that. I know I, I had to, we had to get it to under a certain amount of time. And you, that was perfect. Yeah, I, I did. I tried to get it out there, but it's, it's but it's budgeting is not complicated. No, it's so not. and I don't want people to shy away from it and be scared about it or anything like that. And that's additional information that we can work on. Excuse me, I probably edit that out. But there's additional information that we can work on to you know to help people get in a better financial position. And to me, the first place you start is creating and doing your budget. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chuz. Oh, th okay, thank you for uh, viewing Educated with Oil with Ronette Brown and my guest, Renee, Regina Lewis. Huh? I don't know why I keep saying Regina Lewis. Oh, you're and, fine. <laughs> and please remember to like, share, and subscribe and have a great day. Thank you.
Thank bye bye. you. Bye. Okay, bye.